I'm Heidi Esther, bringing you weekly shots of mindfulness with a funny bone. Now, here's the show. Hello, my friend. How are you doing? How are you meeting this day? I hope you can enjoy some time, if it's only a minute, to lean into the gifts of joy that today is bringing you. The smell of your soap, the sweet, cool breeze from the AC, the warmth of hug from a friend. Speaking of warm hugs, yep, totally Olaf moment. Don't you just love the feeling when you get a hug? And if you close your eyes and visualize hugging that person, you can still feel that love. So, I'm reading a book called Becoming Supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza, available on Amazon. It attempts to bridge the divide between the scientific and the mystic. While I'm not going to sink you here with a Titanic-sized science lesson, yet yeah, did you did you see what I did there? Uh, I want I do want to share something with you from the book. Our feelings, like the warm huggy feelings, are all tied to memory, for better or worse. For example, when you start to feel angry, your body brings up all those old angry memory files, and that can make you even angrier. And then you might overreact. Like, say you yelled at your dog for not pooping fast enough at 3 a.m. when they were sick. Yeah, that was me. That's the worst part of feelings. They can trap you into loops. And if you're not aware, everything in your life will trigger past feelings. And then you're actually living in the past. Certain people, places, and things trigger negative emotions over and over. So what's the problem? Well, with negative emotions, there's always a problem, right? We all want to live a positive life. But the other problem is then there's no room left. There is no room left for the new potential of awesome you because you're caught in all these past feeling loops. So my story today is about a feeling loop I was in around my divorce and how our society's view of who I actually was compounded my issue. Anyway, my dear friend, I wish you a beautiful midsummer week. May you pause, let go of what isn't yours to hold, and reach into some true, expansive, unknown future potential that you are. Now, here's the story. Discrimination from the most unlikely place. Good morning, Deb. Good morning, Karen. Morning, Bucky. My boss says as he race walks to his office. Various polite versions of good morning are said in exchange. My boss glances at me without saying a word, clutching his coffee. He stops next to my desk, turns his gaze, and peeks into the next office. Good morning, Liz. Michelle? He says, nodding. He stands there with his back to my desk, talking about the weather and finances. After a minute, he walks to his office and shuts the door. My face flushes hot. Let me tell you, there are seven of us working in a space like sardines, so there's nowhere to hide my embarrassment. Oh, sorry, let me get you up to speed. I work at a local country club as the membership and marketing director. Yep, I am the public face of this old social golfing institution. As I love meeting new people and I'm pretty good at connecting them with missions, I am a perfect fit. Or... At least I thought I was. When I joined the staff two years ago, I had a husband and two kids. 
I lived in a large house with an attached garage in the suburbs of this small Midwestern town. My life was perfect on the outside. The American dream. Today is day 23. 23 straight days at work. My boss has not talked to me. Nary an email or casual good morning conversation to be had. He nods yes or no if I ask him questions. He makes calls when I approach him. He works with his door shut the majority of the time. I bet you're wondering if I screwed up at my job. Nope. Well, what else could it be? About a year ago, I got a divorce. And gone went the hubby and the American dream house. But then, my boss was still talking to me. Actually, more so. So that's not it. So, I recently discovered something. I am a lesbian woman. I also know the country club isn't the most progressive place. You might be wondering if I cut off my hair and got tattoos and burned all my bras. Yeah, I wish underwire was a thing of the past. But nope, I'm still wearing dresses, spanks, and sacrificing the comfort of my feet daily to help the mission. I'm trying to do my best so I can keep up the good job. Why do I care, you might ask? Well, I've discovered, in my short time here, that my fellow humans need this kind of social support. There is just as much love and connectedness at the country club as around my Goodwill Furniture living room. But, to be honest, I was having a hard time with the real me staying locked in a drawer all day. So, I came out to a couple friends in the office. And, you guessed it, I am sure someone told my boss. I don't know why, but it's done. Every day I walk into work, I am ready for it to be the last. He's waiting for me to slip up, like a bear salivating, just waiting for the salmon run. I look at my boss's door. My heart catches in my throat. Tears well in my eyes. I turn my chair to face my computer, rest my shaky hands on my keyboard. My coworkers grow quiet, preoccupying themselves. My brow furrows and my lips purse, as if to keep back the questions from entering my head. My unforgiving mind wins for the twenty-third day in a row and hammers the following into my heart. Am I a failure? Am I broken? Am I wrong? And then, the nail in the coffin. I am never going to be able to accomplish anything with my life if I suck so much. The conclusion to next week's story is coming next Wednesday, July 7th, so stay tuned. A poem, Discriminating Me. We, beings of feeling and light, all flesh, universe, and bone, can set ourselves forward or choke us in the past with a single word, especially our own. The Sojourner Question Over the next week, can you identify at least one person, place, or thing in your life that's catching you in a negative past-feeling loop? I'd love to hear about what you discover. Either leave me a comment on my website at HeidiEster.com or you can email me at Howdy at HeidiEster.com. Now here are the Soul Sanity updates of the week. I am taking my family to Nashville for hiking, hot chicken, and some R&R next week. There will be the conclusion to this story next week, but not on July 14th. You get Bastille Day all to yourself. 
And here's my book update. I wrote my preface last week. And this week, I'm setting up a cover art contest for Soul Sanity for Crying Out Loud. If you like Facebook, yep, see what I did there? You can follow me at facebook.com forward slash Heidi Esther Author. And if you want to watch an interview about coming out of the closet, courageousness, and hot dogs, just go to HeidiEster.com forward slash featured hyphen in. Well, I'm Heidi Esther, your best new non-preachy mom friend, bringing you more peace in your head, joy in your heart, and mindfulness in your life. Wishing you love, light, and laughter. Until next week.